Bring us in, babe. Welcome to Coco Caliente. Welcome back to another edition of our podcast, Coco Caliente. So one thing that I wanted to do before we started was today is, well, we technically recorded the day before, but today is November 19th. Right? Okay. So November 19th, there's a couple days that I saw on here. It's like the national days. Mm -hmm. I used to do this a while back, but today is International Men's Day, which is very strange. Sorry, my phone. That was my phone. I thought I put it on airplane mode. It wasn't working. There we go. All right. But today is International Men's Day. What does that mean? I have no idea. But November 19th is International Men's Day. So, (laughs) no one, nobody cares. Nobody cares. (laughs) (laughs) It's also World Toilet Day. Weird. Yeah. The invention of the toilet. I don't know. I don't know what that means. I just thought those two things kind of like stood out. World, National Men's Day and World Toilet Day. Hmm. Yeah. So, I've never heard of um, either one of them. Do I get a back scratch for that? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So what we talked about last week and coming into this week's episode was we were going to dispel some myths, rumors, and hopefully, I honestly hope this is the last time we have to talk about Big Brother, right? You're just over it. I am. It was a long season. It was... It I was, agree. Yeah. It was not fun mm-hmm. uh, to be on the outside. I'm sure it was uh, nerve-wracking to be on the inside. Um, and those things are just so long, especially when you're there the whole time. Yeah. Right? No, definitely. Um, but a couple of things that were happening while you were gone, especially right, right when you left. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So right when you left, there was a rumor floating around that you cried your way <laughs> Onto the show, you you just begged and cried to production that you had to be on, and how dare they? Oh my goodness, Victor, Victor, Victor! This is so interesting to me. Um, you know, I absolutely never called production and asked to be on Big Brother All Stars. They called me back in March, uh-huh. and I was definitely part of the first circuit. Okay, um, Derek and I got a call the same exact day an hour apart, um, back in, yeah, March, I was in Florida and that's when I had to decide, like, do I lie about things or do I, do I tell people like I got a call? Well, let's, okay. Well, let's establish first, right? Per the rules of CBS, you are to tell nobody. Right. You sign a contract, uh, confidentiality Yeah. So I got a call and then before I was even allowed to talk to the producers, I had to sign an NDA yeah. before I even knew what the call was about. So super NDA, serious. NDA, non-disclosure agreement. Yeah. And then I got the call and they just said, hey, are you available? Would you want to do it? It would be all stars. Um, when's your wedding? Would you be able to move your wedding? And this was when our wedding was in October. October 3rd. And I, yeah. I initially said no, like mm. before the pandemic really took like a huge um, Before it took off, yeah. Yeah, and so I was just like, no, and then that was, they're like, okay, we'll call you and we'll we'll let you know. We'll follow up with you. We'll follow up with you. Mm-hmm. Um, it was very emotional. I was like, oh my God, am I ready for this? I knew immediately, like, <sighs> we weren't together. I was like, I need to call Victor, see if he got a call. This is really weird. Um, Which, no, I did not get a call. No. Two, I wasn't butthurt that I didn't get a call. And three, if I got a call, I wouldn't have done it because I enjoy my life now. So I'm out of that. Um, So, yeah, you get this call. You tell me about it. Mm -hmm. I'm excited for you. You don't know how to feel about it. Um, So then what happens? So then, like, you mean as far as what? Just what happens? 
uh, it, it's progressing. Yeah. And it came to a point of where I had to make the call to postpone my wedding. Okay. Oh, so you never cried to production to get oh, on. Oh, yeah. That's freaking ridiculous. Like the fact that, okay, <laughs> let's just be honest. I, I, I won the first female to beat a male. Um, I've already been on twice. I think I have, you a, have pretty, a track record. Yeah, you have a good track record. Yeah, and, I just don't know you've why. Established I, I don't yourself know on the why show. people would think I'd have to cry my way onto the show. Yeah. I guess because that's it's insulting. I'm a big. I'm a good Big Brother player. Yeah, and um, no, I never like. Who am I gonna call and cry? Like that's an absolute joke. And and um, they freaking called me. And honestly, the producers told me they saw that rumor going around and that they would dispel that. Is Which that a they word? Never did. Which yeah. they never did. And. Um, I don't know, like, why why they didn't. Maybe they thought it wasn't big enough or whatever, but they're like, that's absolutely ridiculous. We will make sure that everyone knows you were, like, you were the first group that we, you were in the first group we called. And so also I saw something else that's saying that you had a hand in having Dan and Derek, uh, maybe they were on the show at some point and then you got them kicked off. Oh, my gosh. This is just so, my heart's like so racing because I'm so annoyed um, to have to like explain this stuff. And uh, no, I did not even. I if production calls me, I don't talk about anyone else. They're telling me stuff I need to know. It had nothing to do with. I didn't. I didn't talk to Dan once mm-hmm. about All Stars at all. And Derek, did I talk to about All Stars? Absolutely, I did. And did I mention him? No. And why would I get them kicked off? They knew people were talking. There's nothing I could say that could get somebody kicked off, first off. Yeah. Second off, that would show that I'm talking. It would throw myself under the bus. Yeah. Third, third, Derek and Dan didn't want to do it. I had nothing to do with them not coming on the show. I had nothing to do with them not coming on the show. That was for their own reasons, which they can explain. I'm, I, it's not my place. Yeah. But. And you didn't even tell Derek you were going on. I didn't tell Derek I was going on the show. He thought this whole time that you didn't get a call. Yes. And that's another freaking thing too. Yeah. Which is a perfect segue into that. So Derek, Derek, uh, he had, he had contacted me and I, and I got in a riff with him, obviously. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think it played out on Twitter and then he sent me a bunch of text messages. We went back and forth, but basically we're not friends. Um, and I'm okay with that, but he, uh, he, (laughs) you and him, you guys talked, Yeah, but you didn't tell him that you were going on. And he made it seem like, well, yeah, I can see why. And these are the reasons why you're not going on, right? And you were just playing dumb because that whole time you knew that you were going to be on. So um, Derek knew I got the initial call because he called me and I I lied to him. And I was in Florida. It was an hour after I got a call. I was like, I can't already like go there. Yeah. So he got it out of me because he's like, you're lying. I can tell you're lying. And so I was like, yeah, I did get a call. And then... Um, he spent time like telling me like how this could go bad or, you know, like, et cetera, et cetera. Like Mm -hmm. we already won the show. What do we have to prove? And like deep down, I knew I absolutely was going to go back on if that was an opportunity that I was given, but you know, I'm just going to sit there and listen. And I got to a point of where I decided I couldn't trust letting anyone know. Yeah. Anyone know. So then I, I played the role of. 
They never called and followed up with me. Exactly, because in this process, they call and check in yeah. and follow up and where is mm-hmm. your head at, and this is the next steps. And yep. So from there on out, when he's getting these calls as well, you're pretending like you only got that first call and that was it, and they haven't contacted you since. And it was a... Yeah, and this is... You can think I'm a bad friend for this. It It, it doesn't matter to me because for me... I knew that everyone was calling him and he was talking to everybody. I got lots of information and it wasn't worth it to me to give that information away when it could be used against me. Yeah, to, for, for maybe you to say something to him and then he talks to other people. Yeah, because I knew he wasn't going on. And so if someone's not going on, they don't have anything to lose. Mm-hmm. Um, they don't really care. They just want to be the source of information and, and have all this information of people confiding in them. And it just felt like um, I just... I couldn't, I just didn't want to do that. And so I, I kept it to myself and I just said that they didn't follow up with me. And, and that's why he got really, really angry with me. Um, and that's ultimately what led to the falling out is yeah. me not telling him because I didn't tell him when I went back on season 18 either. And mm-hmm. that was something that really bugged him. And I told him, you know, I wouldn't do that again. And for me, when I'm looking at, People in the Big Brother community who would do anything to ruin my chances of playing Big Brother again, I mean, they will do anything. I can't give that information to anyone um, because if I got kicked off for something I did just by trusting someone... Mm -hmm. Um, I would never forgive myself. That could change my family's lives. Like that's a big, big opportunity for me. And so I needed to do what I had to do to better the life of me, you, our future kids and my, my parents, my Mm -hmm. brother. And that's what I decided I needed to do. And with Derek, there's been trust issues since we played big brother 16. Like I think we are friends and we're friends. (laughs) We were, we were friends and when someone like does you dirty on that show, you you kind of just have like a weird trust issue. Well, and then there was that video that he like retweeted mm-hmm. that really like caused up a storm that wasn't yeah. even anything, you know, that had no factual whatever. And then he kind of used that as a guise to be like, oh well, you know, yeah, I'm disappointed, in Nicole. And then and then that's when me and me and his beef started. So yeah, explain that to me exactly. Like it what? was just and, and I don't. So there was that rumor going around. With I don't. Me and- I don't really want to get into the the, oh, okay. the specifics of it because okay. me and him had already squashed that. Okay. Right. We had our beef back but and forth. But he was trying to make talked. it worse for me. Right. Just at the time, I think he was hurt, and so he mm. retweeted this video insinuating that what this being said in that video could be true. Not really clarifying. Oh yeah, so let's clarify the the only way the only reason that Derek could be mad at me is mad at me and is because I didn't tell him I was going on Big Brother. I never got him kicked off and the fact that he didn't as a friend didn't dispel that immediately. Or just or just wait to talk to you, right? He didn't or, have to say anything. No, but even just like no, like I decided not to go he decided not to go himself. Yeah. But to let me kind of take fall for that. that's upsetting and that's why I don't care to I will not reach out to him like mend that that relationship yeah yeah. that's so shitty Mm -hmm. um I and because I didn't tell him I was going on big brother so that's it yeah absolutely this episode is brought to you by Crate Joy. You probably already know what a subscription box is, but did you know that there's one great place where you can shop for thousands of subscriptions no matter what your interests are? Well, there is. It's called Crate Joy. Crate Joy is the world's first and only subscription box marketplace. You can shop thousands of unique boxes and gifts for just about 
anything you can imagine. Even better, choose the subscription length so you're not locked into anything. These boxes are for women, men, kids, and any special people in your life. Crate Joy makes the perfect holiday gift. There's some examples of on Crate Joy what you can find. So escape room boxes, mystery boxes for adventures at home, boxes to boost your ver- each version of you, like self-care, cool cocktail kits, snacks for your next virtual happy hour, monthly book clubs, or catch up on your favorite reality TV with beer, wine, and champagne boxes. They literally have everything. Crate Joy is the best place to shop for gifts, and with the holidays right around the corner, you can literally find whatever you need. So if you're looking to give the perfect gift or to treat yourself, you can shop thousands of subscription boxes in one place and get 30% off your first box when you sign up at CrateJoy.com forward slash Coco. That's right. Sign up today at CrateJoy.com slash Coco to get 30% off your first box and early access to all Crate Joy's holiday specials. Crate Joy. Get Joy delivered right to your door. And then so is there is there uh Oh and he also never set me up in any alliances. I saw that that was that's like what a I was gonna say. Is okay. there is there like a was the committee alliance set up before you guys went on no. or any alliance set up before you went on or because that's the whole thing that you guys had the game break from day one. Wow. No. Um Derek couldn't have set me up in any alliances because he didn't know I was going on. And that was something that I knew me not telling people. Like Brittany um, Godwin was asking me a lot if mm-hmm. I was going on, and I kept lying to her as well. And, Which she didn't feel any type of way, honestly. She um, didn't feel any type of way. But. And she and so, like, where where was I going with this? The alliances before oh. the game, pregame alliances. Oh, so I didn't tell anyone I was going on, so I couldn't make any alliances. Exactly. And I knew that lying to people, if I saw them in the house, say Brittany was lying back to me and I saw her in the house, it'd be awkward. But it was something <laughs> I was going to deal with then. And uh, that was really, really hard going in there knowing yeah, that I couldn't. because you don't I know couldn't... who's going to be in and then yeah. you go there and then you're like, ooh, I didn't tell anybody or saying. But at the same time, you know, and that, that frustrates me as a person hearing it uh, that, you know, and I normally don't watch Big Brother, but watching the show, it's like, why doesn't everybody just follow the rules and not talk or try to pry information out of each other beforehand? Mm-hmm. Right? You know what I mean? Like if I'm, if I'm actively trying to pry information out of people, you know, I mean, it just kind of like... I don't know. Leaves a bad taste in people's mouths. You know what I mean? Yeah, totally. Yeah, it's just, it's a weird situation. And then like, I did talk to friends. Mm -hmm. I did talk to friends that I thought could be in there. Um, And like, that's as far as it went. I never talked to, let me think, who was in the committee? I've never talked to Tyler before. I've never talked to Memphis. Never talked to Christmas. Um, who else was in there? I don't know who was on the committee. I can't um, remember. Danny. I have. I did talk to Danny. Mm-hmm. Um, who else was there? Cody. Cody. Uh, Cody and I never talked for like six years. So yeah. that's a really weird, weird relationship. Like as far as we played Big Brother together and then we fell off the earth. Yeah, which kind of made me, like, when I was watching and, and people were saying, oh, they're they're so close, their moms are close, they mm-hmm. do bar, and I'm like, no, they're not. They, like, never talk. Yeah, it, it's like this, <laughs> yeah, it, it's a very interesting um, dynamic that we have. I think it was when I saw Cody, it was a little bit of comfort, as in I played the game with him before. Mm-hmm. And um, were we ever on the same team? No. So, like, I didn't trust him at all either until I felt like... He had established that trust in the game. Right. 
Got you. Um, and then, so then you get on the show, and I remember you telling me uh, before you went on that if Davon is on the show, oh, yeah. that's definitely you want to do right by her for sure. Right. That that was mm-hmm. one of your big things going in. Definitely. Uh, and then you were working on that relationship hard when you were on the show, and mm-hmm. you gave her that. I think it was like five grand too, and, and and so you were working on that relationship. But then it all came down to, all right, do I stay in? Danny's good graces, who has a better like footing in the game at this point, or do I tell? It wasn't just Danny; it was Cody, Danny, and the whole committee. Yeah, yeah, the whole committee. But like, it it came down to like Danny convincing you to not tell her, right? Right. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And then Davon, it's like, man, I I really want to tell Davon, but it'll really just hurt my chances in the game. And the reason I'm here Mm -hmm. is to better my family and my life, right? So, how did you feel about all that? Okay, before we even really get into that. Um, God, I feel. It's all right. It's all right. I know it's Um, frustrating, but this is like the last time I ever want to talk about this stuff. I know. And just to clear the air, it's the best way to do it, you know? Yeah. Um, oh my God. Hold on. It's all right. Okay. So to Davon, before I get into that specific scenario, my God, my voice is already annoying. And then when I freaking cry, and, oh, <laughs> you're all right, babe. You're okay. all right, babe. Um, I guess I'm hoping that Davon hears this, and um, I have reached out to Davon, and I will not stop trying. <laughs> uh, I love her so much, and you know, you're right. Going back in there, I was like, there's a good chance she'll play again. And I want to do no harm to her mm-hmm. personally or in the game. And I failed at that. But um, I failed at it. So this hurts. And I'm, and I'm so sad that I hurt her as well. <sighs> okay. So coming into the game, I immediately wanted to make amends with Davon. And I found her day one. And everything I told told her was sincere true Mm -hmm. it was my heart i didn't freaking care about the game like it was day one i was just like i just want i just owe her so much and i just want to be friends with her she's genuine she's real she's kind she makes me comfortable Mm -hmm. and that's really important in that game and i didn't know and in life and i didn't know if she would ever forgive me and 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 so i tried and Sorry, that was my my throat there. <laughs> and eventually, I think she did start to forgive me and start to trust me. But it was, I played with my whole heart with her. And I wanted nothing more than um, to keep her in the game and for her to trust me and, and to be good to her. And so um, that moment when I had to lie to her. Yeah, you got caught in the crossroads. Oh, it was so, so, so terrible. I didn't want to vote Ian out first off. Mm -hmm. I didn't want to vote him out. And then having to vote him out and then lie to Davon about it, lying to her, it killed me. And watching some clips back on the show, I just see, I wanted to like leave because that's when it got to be, it was personal and I knew telling her the truth. I mean, I think Danny and Cody had to talk me off the ledge of telling her several times a day. Um, And it would have blown up my game. Yeah. And that's fine. 
I would have blown up my game. Hindsight, hey, but hindsight. No, no, I would have. In that moment, if it was just me, but I would have taken down Danny and Cody mm-hmm. who were protecting me. Yeah. And the committee would have hated my guts. So at that moment, if it was just my game, I know I would have told her, but it wasn't. Hindsight going back, I, I would have blew up every motherfucking person's <laughs> game in there. I would have, Davon, I would have told you, and I am so sorry that I didn't tell you. Had you known what was going on in the house, you mean? Even, I just wish I would have blow, blew, no, I wish I would have just blew up my game and everyone else's game because yeah. the hurt that I feel, and I know that she feels, and she feels so betrayed by me, it's not worth it. Yeah. And I think in that game, I went to survival mode. I just knew if I told her my game was over, but mm-hmm. I don't looking back, it's a freaking game. I should have just blew up my game and I regret not blowing up my game and telling her the truth um because I owed that to her and I would feel a lot better. I tell you what, that would have made for an even more interesting, juicy, <sighs> uh, drama-filled uh, season if that was the case, it would have changed it would have flipped everything upside down. I told I regret that so much, and I'm sorry, Devon. And I will not stop reaching out to you. You can <laughs> ignore me; that's completely fine. But last time I reached out to you after 18, and I think um, I think that since you didn't respond, it was I was like, okay, I'm not going to push myself into her life. But yeah. she's really she means so much to me, and in praying with her in that house, she was there for me when I need when I was having panic attacks. That is, she is a flawless, kind, genuine human, someone that I really, really want in my life. And I'm really hoping someday that she will let me in. And this does not take place of uh, um, in-person apology at all. That that is something that I, I want to have like a personal apology. Obviously, like just but talk to her in person. Definitely, yeah, real conversation, uh, or on the phone, or or something. But God, that I just can't believe how much that like how much emotion there yeah, is behind like, that. Like I didn't expect that to come freaking again. But well, <laughs> anyway, well then I'm sorry for the next question. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna have to talk to you about because this yeah. is you know. Uh, and Ian, right? Ian is somebody that you were friends with before the game, friends yes. with even now. You've talked to him several times after the, the show's been done. Um, mm-hmm. And when you get out of the house and see that you didn't say anything, but maybe your actions were misinterpreted to something that it wasn't, mm-hmm. and then having to come out to that in this real world, yeah. like talk me through that. Like how, 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 does that you know, how does that play out for you? So never in a million years did I think what like Memphis was saying could be interpreted as him talking about Ian being on the spectrum, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Yeah. If I could take it back, like in that moment, go there, stand up, say something, stick up for Ian, I absolutely would. And since being out of the house, I have talked to Ian and he understands where I'm coming from. My intentions were always pure with him. I apologize if I ever hurt him and he's accepted that apology and we're going to move forward and, you know, be friends. Yeah. Because you guys have been friends. I mean, you guys were friends before the show and you, you even are now, you know, it was just one of those things. I feel like that was taken out of context. And, and I apologize to anyone else out there that I hurt by not standing up and saying something and realizing what that could 
be what that could turn into. Yeah, and how could that and how that could be represented out in, in the real yes, world? Yes. Yeah, that was definitely one of those dicey ones where it's like, dang, you know, you know, you wish you could do it different, but that's not where you are now, mm-hmm. right? And mm-hmm. the only thing you could do is talk to Ian about it, which you did, and and that's great. And now and, you can have that relationship moving forward. And I'm usually very observant in like overanalyzing things and making sure things can't be interpreted into something mm-hmm. that I don't realize. And I miss that moment. Yeah. And that's shocking to me because, you know, I'm usually on high alert. Mm-hmm. It's not that I didn't know that I'm being filmed and that I, and that I had malicious intentions. Do you well, know what I mean? You know, and then sometimes, sometimes I also, you know, being on that show, from somebody being on the show watching, you know, I can understand how being in that show, things can be misrepresented mm-hmm. because you are being recorded 24-7. I, I, would, I would challenge anybody mm-hmm. to record themselves 24-7 and see what you would say. Well, and, and the thing <laughs> is, is like I, I, going back to it too, I did say stop. It was like 30 seconds after. Oh, which was never in that little which clip. Which was that never they in the clip. So yeah. I did say stop. I was the one, like one person that did say stop. So yeah. I think it's kind of, that stuff's not the thing circulating. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, for sure. Today's episode is brought to you by Bruch, spelled B-R-U-U-S-H. <laughs> and there's nothing better than a fresh from the dentist clean from your toothbrush, right? Yeah, absolutely. In the Big Brother house, we got to use a manual toothbrush. And so it's so nice getting back to using an electric toothbrush from Bruch that cleans your teeth at 31,000 movements a minute. Oh my God. You know, a manual toothbrush tops out at just like 300. That's why they feel, <laughs> it feels so clean now. <laughs> and they have like six cleaning modes. So they have like daily, white, gentle, gum, max, and tongue. And I like gum. I use the gum one like at the end of my brush cycle mm-hmm. just to really get into my gums. It's not as harsh. And what's also crazy about Bruch, it has a four-week battery life. Wow. And you guys can get a really good deal if you use our code COCO at checkout. Yeah, absolutely. Get an exclusive 25% off everything store-wide during the pre-Black Friday sale today through November 22nd when you use promo code COCO at Bruch.com. Try it 90 days risk-free and you get a two-year warranty. That's Bruch, B-R-U-U-S-H dot com, promo code COCO, C-O-C-O. And okay, so now switching gears, Mm -hmm. right? One thing that on the show, especially at the end, the finale night, very emotional night, Mm -hmm. right? Um, And I know you've probably talked about it on other podcasts or interviews before, but, it's been really hard for me to do other any podcasts and interviews, by the way. I'm sorry for ones that I haven't done. I just, I'm not there yet. Yeah, no, absolutely. Well, now you're here to, you can speak your truth here. So mm-hmm. take me back to that moment, right? Because me watching out here, and we've already had this conversation, right? I'm not trying to rehash it, but me out here seeing Nicole say, oh yeah, I'm definitely taking Cody to the end. I'm pulling my hairs out, mm-hmm. right? I'm like, why? Why? You know, you take Enzo, you win. Mm-hmm. You know, that, that's what I'm thinking. But you don't have that information no. that I have, right? So getting to the moment where Cody picks, and I, and I think he tells you, obviously, right before he does it, because you're already crying, he's right. crying, you know, that ultimate betrayal. How does that feel? Shitty. Yeah? Yeah, I... Freaking want to freaking cry about it still. It's oh, okay. I have nightmares about it. So in that house, you. 
a very emotional episode, everybody. Oh We're God. really getting everything out of here. It makes for, you know what? This makes for a good, raw, open discussion. So oh. I don't even want to cut out you starting to cry on this <laughs> stuff. That has to stay in. So yeah, in that house. In that house, your, your body goes in survival mode. So one thing I like to say is until you spend a season in that house, I think you should really be careful judging people. Absolutely. Um, my body... I don't have my menstrual cycle in the house because I'm under so much stress. I went through nursing school. I went through a lot of things in life that could have been stressful. Or that were stressful. Panic attacks. I had panic attacks for a straight year. I still have my menstrual cycle. (laughs) For some reason in that house, I don't have my menstrual cycle because I'm so focused. On guard. Like... Survival mode. My body can't even do that. My Mm. body can't, whatever. So I got my period, my actual full-fledged period. I know this is like too much info, but I want you guys to know what this house does to you. The day I won a part one of the final HOH. You could finally breathe. I, I could breathe. And I had my freaking period. And I was like, oh my God. I feel so comfortable because me and Cody are sitting final two. Mm-hmm. You thought from there on it's <laughs> and I you told, and Cody. And I told Cody that too um, because it was like my body could breathe, it relaxed, and like to show him, holy shit, like mm-hmm. this is powerful. <sighs> so finally, 80-some days, I get my period, and that t- that tells you how deep down – I believed that you were going to be final too. Yes. And then so to get to that moment, just the ultimate betrayal. And what what's what sucks too is like you, you've said before, people that get evicted, even if it is the ultimate betrayal by somebody or whatever, they can decompress in the jury house. They can go through all this other stuff. You had to play that out live on national TV with like no time to like recover. Exactly. And then I had to vote for who I wanted to win. And I expected to sit there in final two. Like, never did I think that I would be going out final or going out in third place. So I just, I just didn't prepare for it. You know, it's crazy too. I think you told me that Cody said, had you were the one to pick and you picked to take Enzo at the end, he would have voted for Enzo to win. That's what he said initially in the first interviews, right immediately after. I could literally hear his interviews through the wall. Um, and that's what he was and saying. CBS. <laughs> and I was so pissed. I was like, <laughs> oh my God. Like I was up against the wall like, are you kidding me? Like and how then, dare you? <laughs> but then he's changed his mind since then. But I mean, he felt that right immediately after. So how would he have felt right then? You know, you can change your mind after. I always knew I'd vote for him, but I just, uh, I was so hurt. I was so hurt because I could have gotten rid of him when I won the HOH and the veto. And looking back, I wish I would have. Which is another thing that I was pulling my hairs out about. Yeah, I should should (laughs) have. And I think that's why, like, I felt so frustrated was because Enzo saved him back way back in, like, week four. And he could have, like, won a veto and saved himself. And he had one bunch of votes. Like, all I saved his ass. Yeah. Two, a week ago, two weeks ago, whatever. And... I felt like I deserved to be sitting next to him because of that. And I still thought he would beat me um, if he took me. 
if I took him, I thought that I could beat him. Or at but, least you had a chance. Yeah, if he took me, I was just like, so he just totally stripped me of that that chance. And it's so, really hard for me to. I got to play devil's advocate here, right? Yeah. So people that would say, well, Nicole, he did this in 16. He took his ally and he lost. Why would you expect him to take his ally again? Well, Enzo was his ally as well. Enzo had a great social game. Enzo never was on the block. He was never part of a big alliance. Had Enzo spoken very accurately and correctly in his final two speeches, he... he you think? I don't know. I think that people's minds are made up, I guess. But Enzo played a really great game. Yeah. Enzo played a very great game. And so... Uh, it's just not and then that's the thing like people should respect all games but that's the thing people just didn't respect his game they thought that he maybe didn't do enough when getting to the end should be in and of itself enough i I mean i could have totally voted for him had i voted for him i would have gotten attacked and been like oh she's a bitter voter but i still i think he played a great game and my vote could have totally went to him yeah um i wasn't in the position to even really give him my vote like Mm -hmm. I knew Cody played a really good game, and I played really closely with Cody, so I had to give Cody my vote. But, like, had I been on the outskirts and not understood Cody's game, Enzo could have totally gotten some votes, and I'm shocked he didn't. Yeah, and that, and I felt bad for Enzo because he definitely should have got at least a couple votes from jury members, you know what I mean? Just because <sighs> yeah. he did play, like you said, he did play a, a solid game, and like mm-hmm. we were saying, getting to the end is good. Something else I wanted to bring up, because when I started crying on here, it made me think of when the rumors were going around saying that I was putting on my acting skills for evicting Ian. So let me me clarify this. Well, Um, okay, time out. But one more thing before you even say that. From the outside, what happened to Mm -hmm. cause this is somebody edited a video. It's not like a video that was like on CBS or anything. Somebody edited a video to make it seem that way. Okay. Because that makes more sense because it was my acting skills and then it just skipped to you voting to evict Ian. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. So explain that. Okay. Yeah. So the video that I saw, it was when I was talking to Danny in the storage room and it was like, how do I act? Because uh, Memphis just won HOH, who's part of my, who's part of the committee. So I'm happy he won. Mm -hmm. Davon thinks that I just got like blindsided. So how do I, and Kevin and David, I just threw under the bus, like saying that he flipped his vote. So I had never been in such a crazy situation. So I was asking Danny, how do I act? And then, okay. Then there's a video of me in the picture room being like, let me put on my acting skills that's never for America, people. I'm never acting for you, America. I'm <laughs> acting for the people in the house. So for get the a game. Get a grip. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm sorry, but I'm not gonna go in the room the the room, the the diary room and cry and try to make you convince you of something. I don't freaking care what you think. I know live feeds are on, so Obviously, if I'm saying that, I don't give a shit. Yeah. Pardon my language. Yeah. But I'm acting for the people in the house. Voting Ian out was absolutely the hardest thing I had to do. And then lying to Davon, it was all the same situation and it was freaking terrible. Um, so me crying in the, the diary room voting was absolutely real. Why did I wipe my tears? Because if I went out there and Ian saw me crying, he's going to know I didn't vote to keep him. Yeah. He's <laughs> like... The whole reason this was set up is so that way I could hide my vote and not let Ian blow up my game as he's walking out the door. Yeah. And 
me saying, let me put on my acting skills was about the whole situation. After it was all said and done. All said and done. And no, I even said the acting skills before because I had to go around and act like to Davon that Ian's going to stay. And then I had to act to Ian like he's going to stay. And then I had to make sure Danny felt safe like I wasn't going to vote to evict Ian. So I was acting to three different freaking people. And then I have the committee... You know, I'm acting to everyone in the house. And so I'm sorry, but I'm not going to act for you, America. And I never will act for you. And I'm sorry that you misinterpreted that. But why would I ever look at the camera and say, let me turn on my acting skills? Yeah, exactly. Police. No, and and like I think... That's what, the most frustrating one, I think. What you said earlier about you can't really judge people or say anything or mm-hmm. really... You can't relate to anybody in, in the show until you've played, mm-hmm. until you've been in there. Right, because it's completely different than being out here. Completely different. I don't let anyone say anything about any of my friends. Like I'll shut you down immediately. In there, you have a lot. You can lose five hundred thousand dollars, which is life changing. Yeah, and so, I mean, not that I would be a bad person for money. Don't get me wrong, like that. But you're, if you can just sit there and say nothing and stay in the house. Let me see, like, what you would do. Exactly. Well, once you get put in that position, we'll see how you guys would react. Yeah. Um, anyway, <laughs> do you feel like you've gotten a, a lot off your chest? Is there anything else that you really want to... Because I just want this to be, like, one of those uh, yeah. burning pits, right? We just put this stuff in oh, there yeah, and we burn it There's more off. stuff. All right, go ahead. Go for it. Um, people saying that I don't own my game. I don't know. I didn't watch a show back. I've never watched any season I've been on, and so I'm not going to watch this one, but... People saying I don't own my game. When I am in the diary room this season, I made it a point to make sure people couldn't say that. People are still saying that. I am. I talk about every single thing they ask me in the diary room. Do I go in there and say, hey, I'm this master manipulator. I want to like run the storylines. Absolutely not. I let them create the storylines and they come to me. There's people... Um, that create storylines in their head and then they go to the producers and they create them with them. I don't do that because I don't feel like I'm big enough part of the show where, hey, I got this really like good storyline. So if I'm playing weak as a strategy, I'm going to let production catch on to that themselves instead of being like, hey, this, hey, is, my strategy. this is what I'm going to do because it's not brought up. It's not, it's never brought up. So like, it's like you, you weren't asked in the diary room, you know, hey, why are you playing? You I was asked sometimes if I threw competitions and every single week, are you throwing the HOH? I would say yes for the first six weeks. And they never showed that. They never show it. Okay. And it's more so, yeah, they never show it. So, it, I mean, apparently I didn't watch, but they'll be like, do you need to win HOH this week? I say no. And then why? I tell them. Like, I'm not going to go in there. So that's one thing in, in owning my game. When I did do things just because I cry or I'm upset about doing things doesn't mean I'm not owning my game. I can still have emotions and feelings about my moves, but still make them. Do I have to be a vicious B I T C H and say, I don't care da, 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 to own my move. Well, if that's so, if that's the case, then I'm never going to own my move because I'm not like that. Yeah, that's not you're not that type of person. I'm not that type of person. Will I do something and feel? Yeah, I, I will do it, but I'll feel really freaking bad about it. Yeah, and I think that's what people say. It's like, oh, she plays victim. It's like, no, she has emotions, right? It, yeah, and I think that's crazy too is like me sticking up for myself sometimes like, oh, you're playing victim because 
I don't like confrontation. Well, the thing is when you – I think what people are saying is like when, when you I go cry. to defend yourself, you cry. But it's like, yeah, because she doesn't like confrontation yeah, and it so just I'm puts a her in a weird situation. So I'm supposed to be loud and mean and shake my head and my finger. And be in your face and, yeah. and, not, and pretend like it doesn't affect you. That's what, it, that's what emotion, it comes down so to. So being emotionless is how you don't play victim then. Yeah, I guess so. I guess that's, what, that, that's what's being portrayed yeah. or interpreted as. Well, I cry and <laughs> you guys can get over that. <laughs> um, and I cry more. Like when I was on season 18, I think I cried twice. This season, I think I cried 200 times. Yeah. So, and people will say like, oh, you disappointed me this season. If I could take back one thing that I said, what is one thing that I said that... What is, Victor, what is one thing that I said that I take back? Maybe just the Devon, lying to Devon. Lying to Devon, I take that back, telling her that absolutely. Yeah, but like saying, saying, actually saying something, that would be the only thing. Not saying something. Not saying something you would take back. Is what I would take back. Yeah, not saying something. And so that's, that's the, that's a really crazy, because some, some people will message me and be like, um, you, you take back all the bad stuff you said on the show. Uh, and I say, and I think I didn't say anything. I didn't like say anything really bad on the show mm-hmm. that would cause me to go through. Well, the, the problem you get that, what I'm saying, yeah, the, the, the predicament that you find yourself in, right. Is that you are arguably on social media, the most popular person on the show. Right, you have the most followers, and you've made a career. No, other people have more followers than me for sure. But, but on anyways. the show, oh well, arguably the most you know popular one of the, one of the most popular Big Brother people on social media, and you've made a career out of it. So you become an easier target, and then so anything that people can find to say something about you, they will. Mm-hmm. But that's you know haters, yeah. haters. You know that that's yeah. what all I think it well, is. Well, that's just what I think. Like sometimes I, I saw the headlines, and then you read the article, and there's nothing in the article about me. They yeah. use my name for the headlines, and yeah. that's frustrating. It's a clickbait. Yeah, clickbait. totally. It, it, it's frustrating on my part, but I will, I will talk to the people that I need to talk to, like that I need to apologize to, and all that. And that's how I deal with my things. Like doing this whole public apology and stuff is very. Mm-hmm. It's. It's. I think you know. I honestly think a lot of it is for show because the people that really matter are the ones that need to hear it, not everybody. That has nothing to do with it, right? And I made sure to talk to Ian several times, yeah, before I did this to respect all angles of everything mm-hmm. and really talk through it for hours, if that makes sense. Yeah. So it wasn't just like I apologize to him. Everyone know I apologize to him. It's like no, I'm gonna take my time. I'm gonna make sure it's everything's great first. Yeah. Before yeah. I take it to the public because that's who I'm worried about. This this uh, this episode I think is better than any therapy you can get, Nicole. I don't know. I think this is <laughs> it's good getting everything out there. And like I said, if we can, this is like the burn pit. We throw everything in there, burn it, and then move on from this. I could be, I'd be so happy. I'd be so, so happy. And I guess there was people saying that you shouldn't play. People shouldn't be allowed to play if someone has like a mental health issue. Um, that was something going around at the beginning of the game. I, I didn't see for that. For me. I didn't see that too much, but I say. So for me, it's anxiety. And people were saying I shouldn't get to play because I have anxiety. And I want to remind you that this season, the feeds were feeds were on um, from day one or yeah. day two or something like that. 
normally there's a week to 10 days where you don't see feeds. To and get so, used to being on the camera and getting used to that life for a little bit. I mean, you just have no loved ones. You're just like, <laughs> everything's, I'm an introvert. And yeah. so I just want to hide. Um, so on day two of season 18, I cried all day. I was HOH. I cried all day in the shower. Mm-hmm. Nobody saw it. Nobody knew. This season, day two, I cried, but it was on feeds. And so then people come at me saying, oh, she shouldn't be able to play. She has a mental health issue. She has anxiety. It's like that for me is very frustrating because you shouldn't, because someone has anxiety or depression or something else, that doesn't mean they don't deserve the option to play this game. Well, you know, I I don't even... I wouldn't even go that far. I would say that's none of their business, right? That's honestly none of their business. And because I'm vocal about having anxiety, people used it against exactly. me. Exactly. And that, that's honestly... I could have kept it a secret. So me, sh- <laughs> damned if you do, damned if you don't. Exactly. There, there's no perfect way to go about this, especially Twitter, which is where I'd say 99% of this stuff is coming from, yeah. is the most toxic place that has ever been invented. And hence and therefore, I don't have a Twitter. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I, that's why I just, I hated it. And I would look at it this summer to get information about like what's going on in the house. Mm-hmm. But it was just such a toxic, toxic. I mean, it'll forever be a toxic place. Yeah. And I want to say to all of those that have supported me and <laughs> were there for Victor, my family and me yep. this season, I appreciate you so damn much. I now know who my squad is, who my team is who my friends are, and it has been amazing getting all of those like fake people off my shoulders, off my back. It feels so damn good, and I love you guys so much. Thank you so much for everything that you have done for me and my family and just supporting me on the show. Mm-hmm. I mean, I couldn't have done any of this without you, and you know you know who you are. You're the, if you're the good <laughs> ones, I love you so much, and I just like... I can't wait to for the next chapter i think that this chapter of big brother is closed it is it's closed. but there's more to come there's more to come but what i'm saying is if they ask you to do it again i'm not doing it that book is closed (laughs) that book is like hell no i know because i've been you know i've had this conversation with nicole i've been done with this for a while the only thing i would ever do is maybe amazing race with nicole again because that was so much fun that was so stressful and and yeah, and I enjoyed that so much. I don't even think I would do Survivor. No. Like until yeah. maybe I'm like I'm 40 or something. They're like, hey, are you winch? I'd be like, oh, yeah. You know, it's been a long time, right? No. Th- for those of you, though, that like know our hearts and like Victor, he – I thank you so much for you doing what you had to do watching me on that show. <laughs> like I can't even imagine how hard that must have been for you and I appreciate – you so much yeah. and i feel like our relationship has never been stronger oh absolutely um and and and, 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 and you know you going on like this it helps everybody grow right like yeah we had sure. our little community me your mom you know your dad and then i i got closer with some friends that i had here that i didn't never mm-hmm. hung out with and they were here for me so thanks to you guys you know mike yeah. brian austin you know what i mean dave jenny thank you guys for all being there so I think Megan helped my mom a lot. Megan messaged me all the time. She'd send me clips of you. That's good. uh, And and that was great. So I really appreciate Megan. Uh, She she did. She was awesome. I mean, there and I can name a bunch of people. It's crazy, like coming home and seeing like my friends just like 
fired up. Like <laughs> they don't freaking know you. Like this, this, and this. And it's so it feels so good because the people that actually know me are the people that are like out there with their claws out. And rather than the people that don't know me, who people and have their claws out, but the pe- okay, so there's there can be reverse. What, 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 if that I, what, makes I, sense. what I'm saying is, people- I think what you're saying is, <laughs> yeah. let me let me digest your thought here. <laughs> okay, um, you have really close friends. And those are the ones that really show their true colors Even when you come back. Even supporters that know, know me. Yeah. Exactly. You know what I mean? And, and that, mm-hmm. that goes to show it's like, yeah, you got a good tight-knit group of people that really care for you. Mm-hmm. And there's just a lot of supporters out there of you that seen you throughout the years yes. and, and gotten to know you through your social media and stories and stuff that know you're a good person at heart. Because right. there's some people, there's people who know um, me and then other people on the show and they've been, they'll message me and like, I'm not going to throw people under the damn bus. Mm-hmm. And have I thought about it? Yes. Because I'm sick of being the person that keeps everyone's dirty little secrets and keeps their friendships like. And there's a lot of dirty little secrets out there. Oh, I think I'm just this, I'm this chest full of all these secrets because I'm so good at keeping them and people trust me and I'm going to keep them in because that's who I am. But uh, I think, anyways, there was people that message you saying, message, messaging me, telling me that uh, please don't expose me, please don't say this, please. I just and, and it's then, frustrating because I'm taking the heat for things that they did, and um, on the internet, which I'm not going to mention what they are, and so I'm going to sit here and I'm going to still take the damn heat. Yeah. And I'm not going to expose them. Well, and it's also a feel good to have that information in the back of your head and just be like, oh, yeah, that did happen. Or I do know that stuff. And they're the ones that have to live with like, it. Like <laughs> I see fake friendships on the internet and I know the truth on a lot of things. Or fake relationships. And I'm just, and I'm just <laughs> keeping them, keeping it in. Yeah. So. Well, that's good. That's it. I think that's, that's a, what I got. I think that's a good point to end on. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know what? We'll do the weird or normal. We'll do Spanish for the day on the next episode. Okay, sounds good. I think this was good enough for this episode. Thank you guys so, so much. Uh, We really hope you enjoyed this. Please don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. The easiest way is on Apple Podcasts. Don't forget to follow us. Oh, you know what? I forgot to say this last time. Hmm. You can also listen and get our merchandise mm. at www.cococalientepodcast.com we are very low we are really low and right now if you buy because i think we're gonna end up getting new merch or something yeah because we have so we still have mugs uh we're down on shirts yeah really really low on shirts we're i think com- we only have like one or two sizes left in in a couple but if colors. you do buy a sh- any merchandise right now you do get a free koozie oh buy merch free koozie yeah there you go so you just go to www.cococalientepodcast.com uh, you can also follow us at coco caliente pod on twitter and at coco caliente podcast on instagram thanks guys thank you mm-hmm.